1: one we are live what's up guys we're back a long last baby it's saturday july 17th 2021 hello everybody again it's your host Gabriel hernandez we are back it's episode 364 of kicking it with the king i hope you guys are all doing swell, it is Saturday, so hope you guys had a previously good week, now it is the weekend for a lot of people, shout out to everybody that's still working on the weekends and all that too, I know um, lots of people would prefer weekends off, but some people just like money and can't stay home, That, that that's something like that I've always done, I mean, I still like to get out, I still like to go and do things, that's why I just can't stay confined in a house all the time, I have to get out, I have to do things, I, I have to travel occasionally, you know, it just depends on what it is that uh, you got coming up, um, so ladies and gentlemen, it's good to be back here on the show, obviously before we begin, as always, be sure to check us out. On social media. Give us a follow. Um, at KWTKpod. On Instagram. And on Twitter. If you're on Twitter. If you're infamously scrolling through. The great wild wild west. On Twitter. At KWTKpod as well. I have Twitter. And I have Instagram as well. A Real G the King underscore. On Twitter. And G the King underscore official on Twitter as well. So, um, lots to talk about on today's show. Let's, let's start it all off with the fact that I have felt like absolute shit when it comes to my sleep the last couple days. I don't know why. Just maybe I haven't been as hydrated as I could. Cause I mean, if I look at how much water I drink throughout the day, I don't really don't think that I drink a lot of it. Uh, no, I'm thinking, hearing myself say that, meaning that I should go and drink water. In which I haven't. I haven't drank that much water. I mean, now, thinking about it, now that I could, actually, I could do it. I could drink more water, and, uh, that probably would cure a lot of things, because especially if you get dehydrated and you're utilizing lots of energy throughout the day and stuff, that can cause a, um... Your body to get thirsty too and no water you get a headache what happens when you get a headache your headache makes you unable to think straight makes you hurt makes you in pain it bothers you and you have to lay down or take some pain pills or something like that it's never good but um other than that man i feel absolutely great um i don't really know how hot it is outside right now but uh can only imagine how hot it really is but um hope you guys hope everybody in california is staying cool because lord knows i just cannot wait for uh i cannot wait for the summer to be over hey siri when will summer be over
0: summer ends on the 21st of september 2021
1: okay so Probably got about a little over a couple of months, probably. Yeah, and no, all the rest of July, then August. Yeah, so a little over a couple of months, probably a total of a couple of months if you want to count that. But um, yeah, I'm just I'm really just not a fan of uh of hot weather. The reason why is so it's like because you get hot, man. It's like, is there anybody on the planet that likes to be hot? It's like I know like you can dress for the weather and all that, but when you can't. Dress for the weather. Like, I used to do landscaping and stuff back in the day. So, I mean, it would be hot as fuck out there. And, that, like I said, shout out to all those people that are out there working right now. it's like, hot weather, I'm just not accustomed to it. I mean, I like the cold weather. Mind you, if you're, like, sitting out there in the cold weather like waiting for a ride or something or waiting for someone or just sitting there chilling without any sweat or anything dude it sucks ass but more times than anything if you keep your body busy it might be easier easier said than done i've been on both sides of that shit man it's really um it just really depends on you and all that but i don't know how the fuck we got talking about uh the weather and and the way we dress in the fucking, uh, in the weather as well. I, I just personally can't wait for summer to be over. That's not even on the fucking list though. But what is on our list, ladies and gentlemen, is this weekend's fight card. At, uh, A.K.A. today, it's Saturday. But we're not here to talk about the fight card. We're here to talk about one uh, specific fighter who is making her long-awaited return to the world of MMA, the former UFC Bantamweight champion, Misha Tate, returns to the octagon for the first time since, uh, when is the last time we see Misha Tate? It was 2016, and I do believe, if I'm not mistaken, it was on the Madison Square Garden card, um, UFC 205, UFC 205 I think in November. Is my mind serving me correctly? Let me, let me see, I'm going to scream if I get it right. All right, all right. Yep, yeah, Raquel Pennington, November. Yep, yeah, November 12th, um, 2016. So it's been over, like, close to five five years plus since we've seen Misha Tate inside the octagon. Relatively, her record is not that bad. 18 wins and 7 losses, but out of those last two fights that she lost, one of those was for uh, a title fight, and one was just... A win after that. I mean, the same year. The way Misha got beaten down by Amanda Nunes at, at UFC two hundred. Dude do you guys remember that vicious beatdown that Amanda Nunes had on a man, on uh uh Misha Tate? I'm not trying to bring up negative or negativity here, but that was a beatdown. And that's, it's a part of our list too, to talk about this thing, because it's something that frequently happens in this sport so much to the point where we don't take retirement seriously. I mean, I know these, these fighters are in the training room day in, day out. Sometimes they have bad days. Sometimes they have dark days. I mean, for the most part, a lot of these fighters have been fighting and training, uh, for so many years I mean when you see a, a woman as talented as Misha Tate um really didn't have too many UFC fights really I and mean, she she had a good amount of them she had look 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 total of one two three four five six seven eight ten UFC only ten UFC fights it just doesn't seem like there was that many fights um I mean Misha Tate uh obviously uh former champion a uh, great win over holly holm uh and i do believe she was on the way to losing and she pulled that win off by rear naked choke i do believe that yeah she was losing and she came back beat holly holm and then a few months later oh my god she fought the lioness Amanda Nunes, it still gives me the chills if you've uh, paid attention to Misha Tate's uh, pre-fight interviews and and stuff and seen some of the promotions for the um, upcoming fight that's later on today on ESPN plus She said she wants to be a champion again, but realistically Amanda Nunes is a champion at 135 pounds Maybe if Amanda Nunes vacates that belt Because here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, this is the reason why I can't sit here and and talk about these things just yet without putting in my my first statement. So my first statement was on the retired fighters, right? We get fighters in this sport that retire all the time, right? Rashad Evans thought about coming back. Um, Who else is another one? Chuck Liddell retired, came back when he was old. Who's another one? I mean list of there has to be a list of fighters that list of fighters that uh uh retired fighters that came Google you have to help me out back. Alright. Okay, here we go. Someone actually has it. Shout out to SportsZion.com cam it's not common for ufc fighters to play with the retirement however some fighters came out of retirement several times and few of them uh make the back and forth so frequent that the real announcement would be hard to believe okay so at number 10 they got chuck Liddell. he announces his retirement hoist gracie is one of them George really announces his retirement in 2013 he said he has to step away for a bit, so I'm not really going to count that one. Uh, uh Victor Belfort didn't retire. Um, Brock Lesnar, no. Tito Ortiz was one. Uh, B.J. Penn. A few times. Uh, Uriah Faber. Uh, Connor doesn't count. Because of just, it was Connor. You know, he's playing with people. So I wasn't really taken. I I never, uh, uh, I, I never took him completely serious when he said that. That's the thing. Uh, scroll down some more. Scroll down some more. Okay. Um,. (laughs) Hahaha! <laughs> That's so funny. I'm I'm retweeting uh retweeting Connor's retirement statements from 2016. Uh, let's see, who's another one? Uh, I don't know. I mean, Rashad Evans was one. I don't know if it Rampage, no Rashad Evans coming back. Um, Nate Marcourt. I know that was one. so many more, man, but, uh, so, um, what I'm saying about the retired fighters is that you see people that were once super, super good at one point in time, and then they come back, and they still aren't the same, or when you first seen them before they retired, their fights were just not good at all, like, they just didn't look like themselves, they looked like a former shell, of themselves, and you know thinking about them coming back is dire and terrible for a lot of fans because we remember last fight and a lot of people think of it like that you're only as good as your last fight so uh we will see how misha tate does she's taking on the 44 year old marion renault that uh marion renault a teacher um also, also, a teacher and a father or a uh, mother. Marion Renault is a, a mother, a teacher. I was going to say a uh, fighter. I don't know if I said father, if I meant to say fighter. But okay, so at the top, we got Islam Makachev taking on Tiago Moises. And obviously, here we are talking about the co main event, which is Marion Renault and favorite Misha Tate. So, um, Tate has phenomenal grappling uh, great submissions but she's very tough I mean her grappling is super good and some of uh, and a lot of her wins majority of them actually have come by submission let me see we should cheat. yeah so total wins by submission seven so uh, she has more wins by decision than submissions but majority you know it's one behind one like seven wins the majority two because a lot of her wins are by finish, are submissions. She has three TKO wins. Um, she's been knocked out two times, submitted, and decision. So seven losses, cumulative. Uh, so altogether, eighteen wins and seven losses. And um, other than the uh, other than the uh, the last two fights, she was on a five fight win streak. But uh, that could all change. I mean, Marion Renault is very good. Who's Marion Renault fought? Marianne Renew, let's see, I mean, I don't really uh, know at the top of my head everybody that she's fought, she's out of, uh, born out of California, 44 years old, number 12 in the UFC ranks, uh, let's go, um, yeah, she, oh my god, oh my good. oh my god, yeah, this is a must win for, uh, Marianne Renault. I do believe she is, r- r- regardless of a win, um, uh win or loss. Marion Renault will retire. Um she's uh four losses in a row. Her last win was on two thousand eighteen. Her last fight uh was earlier in March and it was a unanimous decision loss to Macy Chison. Um so she's lost to four really good people in a row. Captain <laughs> Gano, Yana Kunitskaya, Raquel Pennington and Macy Chison. So, I mean, she's she's really, really, um, really, really important that she, um, obviously comes up and wins. But, um, we're now, uh, graduated from California State University, Long Beach, with a degree in sports medicine. Which is all fucking awesome, because regardless of that, she still has, a. Uh, um... She really. She has a, a lot of stuff outside of her fighting career. She just happened to fight and was good at it. Uh. She has a degree in sports medicine, Olympic, or uh, training for the Olympics. She went training for Olympics. She had a son. She has a son, and she is a. Oh yeah, I already knew that. She's a. She's a physical education teacher so if you ever want to go be a physical under marion renault uh go to farmersville high school if you want to see marion renault a badass but um yeah 44 years old man so she's not getting any younger too and i do believe like i said this is her her last uh uh her last uh fight of her career and she said it herself too, she's been active since two thousand and ten, so that's nearly uh, 10, 11 years, nearly. So, uh, shout out to Marion Renault. Uh, best of luck. And the best thing for her would be to get a win, on a, a retire on a win. And you know, uh, she has nasty uh, striking though. Like I said, I man, she's she's devastating, man. You can't really look at the records like that. I mean, Mark Hunt had a record like that. For the longest time and you know you, you never know especially with a, a fighter who hasn't fought in five years but misha's grappling is superior she has great submissions and uh great pressure too and and tate's a uh, really strong too so it's gonna be an interesting fight i really really can't wait for it uh, we'll get to see that one uh let's go back up to the main event we got a uh, islam makachev take it on tiago Moises. Um, Makachev is a close training partner of Khabib. Um, Obviously said to be the next Khabib in a lot of people's eyes. Very talented. A little more pop in his punches, I'd say, than Khabib has on the feet. Um, Islam, obviously, uh, trains with DC. He trains over there in um, uh, California at American Kickboxing Academy in San Jose, which is... Uh, About 40 minutes from here, too. So, let's pull up Islam's record. Who has he fought against? I mean, his last win was against Jude Ober. I remember watching that one. I was very high on Jude Ober in that last one. And I just thought he was, uh, you know, obviously very strong and super fucking dangerous on the feet. But, uh, last wasn't able to get the job done against Islam. Islam, uh... Uh, submitted him in the third round by a a nasty arm triangle choke too so and then before that he beat uh, Davi Ramos Armand Tarsakian Cajun Johnson, Gleason Tebow knocked him out uh, Nick Lentz Chris Wade and the one lone loss that Islam has is against uh, Adriano Martins, let's pull that fight up, I want to see that, it's been a while since I've seen, that's kind of crazy that his one loss is in the UFC, and people want to compare, compare him to Khabib, but Khabib's never lost, that's the thing, that's what that's what brings me to, uh, these people back down to earth, but I want to see it, but you know, he's went on and won ever since, so, why, why was that the first one that happened, let's see I want to look at. I don't see when that that fight was. UFC one ninety two. Oh, okay, that was on the Cormier versus Gustafson card. here we go we just gotta find it I just I found it on Hulu I'm uh I'm trying to look for it uh, you know what I mean all right I found it I don't know it's buffer though also trained by dad The champion Daniel Cormier, Luke Rockhold, King Velasquez, and many other greats. And Nurmag- um, yes, training partner. He's also trained by Habib's dad. Yes. And- oh. I don't know. It's not uh, loaded. I'm trying to find. I want to. I wanted to see the the knockout. Let's see. We can just pull it up on YouTube real quick, though. There you go. Adriana Martin, that's a big feather in his cap for being the only man to beat him right now. Ooh. We gotta see that again. Oh, that was a nasty-ass knockout though. He caught him with a nasty-ass right hand. Hold on, let's see, this one's a little more clear. I gotta see that again, I forgot about that one. I mean, I remember, I just didn't... I forgot what it was specifically that he caught him with. Okay, throws a left right there, watch. Islam tries to throw the overhand left. And Martin circles back to the center. And what does he do? What does he throw? Okay, circles away. Show the knockout. Show the knockout. Let me see. Let me see this. Oh, the nasty right hand. That was a thunderous right hand. He he slept him. So that was all, um. That's only lost the. Islam has so let's go back to Islam's uh, Record here. Uh, let's pull this up here This uh, uh, Here we go So I mean he hasn't lost in a while man and obviously like I said a uh, very similar to Khabib I mean, if you look at his wins since he's uh, lost to Martins, it was, um, he beat Chris Wade unanimous, unanimous. Knocked out T-Bow, Um Beat Cajun Johnson, submission, decision, decision. But he's an overall do- dominant, though. Um, he hasn't fought as active as many people would like to see, similar to Khabib. But this weekend, he takes on... Um, he's going to be fighting uh, Thiago Moises. I haven't really, like... I mean, maybe I've seen Thiago's fights, but, um, he, he's, he beat Alexander Hernandez, I remember that one, beat, um, Bobby Green, he's fought against, uh, Benil Darush and lost back in the day, it was like, that was, uh, like 2018 or so, um, then obviously submitted Michael Johnson back in, uh, 2020, and then beat Bobby Green, and then most recently, Alexander Hernandez earlier, uh, this year, so, um, Moises, I, I mean, I, I'd say, like, is very dangerous, um, not really too many knockouts under his record, but, um, what's us Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Black Belt, Southpaw, from Trans-American top team, great plays, uh, Brazilian, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Black Belt, never been knocked out, only losses are by a decision, never been submitted to, so, I mean, he's gonna, um, have his hands full for sure, um. Islam beats Thiago Moises. That doesn't really set him up, in my opinion, for, like, a title fight or anything like that. But it does let people know that he, need, people need to remember his name. And, uh like, also, you know, at least be a little bit more active. Because you see people that everyone's so high on and they're talking about this person being the next big or the best thing. And they're not as active, so... Um, when you're not as active in this world of combat sports, a well, lot it's hard for people to get behind you. That's the thing; it's hard for people to get behind you. It's hard for people to uh, believe that you're being serious, and. Obviously, like I said, Islam skills talk for themselves. So we'll get to see that here uh, later on. Well, by the time you guys hear this one, it'll be past the fight. But we'll get to see what Islam's made of, and we'll see, we'll get to see what where he fits in this division. I mean, number nine it doesn't really matter who you're beating as long as you're beating people. And if there's nobody that uh, can contend with the title at the top, then. Uh, you know, he's easy to be on uh, one step closer to a title fight. So we talked about that one. Talked about that one. Okay, so one familiar name in the news. Uh, if you remember the last time this man was slated to fight, uh, Jeremy Stevens, a day before, pushed Jakar close and ended up um, having Jakar pull out of the fight due to, what is it not? A, what was it called? A, con- a mild concussion or something like that. I guess uh, Jeremy Steven pushed, uh, he, he pushed him when um, they are at the weigh-ins. I remember that. And uh, Jeremy got, I don't know, a lot of people thought he should have gotten in trouble and, and all this for assault. I mean, like, he just pushed him because he got in his face or something like that. Uh, um, Jeremy Stevens returns at lightweight uh, to take on Matsu Gamorak. I haven't really seen a Matsu Gamorak fight. I know, let me see. Who's he fought against? Oh, Gamarat's a little bit of a... Oh, wow. So on the blue corner, 56%. But, oh, so significant strikes. Uh, landing per minute goes on the side of Gamarat. He lands at 3.47, while Jeremy Steven lands at 3.18. 3.47, 3.18, 41% to 40, 2.47 strikes absorbed point per minute versus 306 on the side of Stevens, but we can't look at the stats here, we've got to look at the styles and stuff, I mean, Gamrat only has one loss, he's out of Poland, those Polish fighters know how to fuck a fight too, man, so I mean, he's no, uh, he's no, um, what's it called, uh, He's no slouch, that's for sure. But one thing for sure, Jeremy Stevens is not no slouch as well, man. This guy has fought everybody and he's fought in uh, multiple generations of the UFC. And that's crazy to think that like he uh oh what was it um I wanted. I wanted to see Jeremy Stevens. I'm gonna pull up Jeremy Stevens. I'm gonna see uh, Jeremy Stevens. All right, I'll pull that shit up. I want to see. How, I mean, he's fought. And, he's only thirty five years old, man. Look at all. I mean, when's when the first time he made his UFC debut? That was back in two thousand seven. Um, he lost his debut. Came back. Uh, actually, fought in another organization after that. Then fought in the UFC later on that year too. So. Uh, three fights in 2008, uh, three fights in 2008, three fights in 2009, two fights in 2000, 2010, three fights in 2011. Um, uh, his first UFC fight, uh, like I said, he lost to Dean Thomas. His first win, big win, was Cole Miller. Then lost to Spencer, F- Spencer Fisher. Spencer. I said Spencer. Uh, he beat, he knocked out Rafael dos Remember when he knocked him out with that vicious uppercut? Then it got submitted by Joe Lozon. Loss against T Bow. That was 2009. And then uh, yeah, he fought guys like Melvin Gillard, Marcus Davis. Three losses in a row. Pettis, Cerrone, Eves Edwards. Well, only times he's ever been knocked out. Uh, and then he went to win three in a row. Then lost his next two then yeah I mean fought he beat him in that's a big one uh lost Frankie Edgar. that was at UFC205 the same card uh, Misha Tate uh Misha Tate, uh fought last fought on beat Gilbert Melendez beat Josh Emmett but uh yeah other than that uh lately we haven't really seen uh Stevens on the winning track unfortunately I mean it seems like one of those people that you can uh like like you could still like he's he's one of those guys that you just gotta watch out for at all times you know what I mean it's just crazy um but yeah his last win was the win over Josh Emmett in 2018 which is crazy because now we're in 2021 and it seems like we haven't really seen him fight as of late. And then it's been, uh, I mean, three fights in 2019 the two Year Rodriguez fights, uh, the 15 second uh, unfortunate eye poke in the main event in Mexico City. And then he came back and fought Year again in 2019 uh, a month later and got Fight of the Night and then fought Calvin Cater. Ooh okay so never mind I take back what I said this is the second time he's been knocked out so Calvin Cater uh, elbows he lost to Calvin Cater okay let me see let's see that then I want to see that one I remember. I remember that that one was fucking nasty too man is right hand there. Are really taking control of this fight? Oh, suit left good body shot there by Stevens. Oh. Nice jab by Calvin. Calvin has good boxing there. Oh, nasty right hand. Oh. And they just swing in. Fantastic right hand. Stevens still land a big shot in there as well. That was a beautiful
0: right hand. Long, straight right hand by Cater. You speak about Jeremy
1: Stevens' experience, and that one, that's one thing Calvin Cater was so adamant about is that he's been doing this just as long. Maybe not in the UFC,
0: but he's, a, he's been fighting it.
1: It's up here, the knockout comes up here. Even with Jeremy in terms of experience, it's right? slugging
0: oh Ooh, nice, nice Ooh
1: and that's the uppercut and no, a right hand after that. Damn, dude. Calvin peace Jeremy 30, up. When he there it is, I think. Oh. damn he bloodied him up too here we go watch I mean right here look at that step in elbow oh right on the jaw too he dropped him So, where'd the cut come from it must have been before that or it must have been the follow-up shot because that landed on the jaw right oh my god that was insane yeah that was a nasty uh nasty nasty win by uh calvin. ...against Jeremy Stevens, unfortunately I don't mean to be sitting here talking about Jeremy Stevens' knockout losses, but we haven't seen him exactly win a fight in a while, so uh, it'd be nice to see him win one, very tough guy he's going up against... I do believe it is time we could do some, uh, official fight picks if we haven't. But ladies and gentlemen, before we begin, and before we get to that, do check us out. Um, do check out our sister podcast, Severely Open Minded, brand new episode just came out yesterday. Be sure to check that one out. Um, and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at KWTKPod, G the King underscore official on Instagram, and real G the King underscore on Twitter. Um, Alright, well, we got some fight picks, so right, let's head on over to uh Verdict MMA. So give me one second, let me just this message real quick. Alrighty, uh let's go to verdict All right here we go we're on verdict all righty so Makachev versus Moises we only got five fights on the um, current thing to bet on so I am going to go with Makachev to beat him by unanimous decision potential uh payout will be 2,694 motherfucking experience points so Makachev unanimous decision Renault um I'm going to pick Misha Tate to beat Marion Renault by unanimous decision, unfortunately. Um, even though I'm not a big fan of comebacks, but Misha seems to be in a better spot. So I'm going to go with Matsu Gamarat to uh, beat Jeremy Stevens, um, I'd say by decision. And uh, Rodolfo Vieira versus Dustin Stosic. Uh, I don't know who either these either these guys are, and I don't want to risk potentially getting them wrong. That's the thing. Gabriel Benitez, however, I know who that is. That's an AKA guy. I'm going to pick a knockout. No, yeah, maybe a knockout win in the second round. Gabriel Benitez by KO. So, I mean, I, I can bet, you know, I can bet on this one, but I just don't know too much about the guys, and that's the reason why. I'm going to go with Dustin Stoltz. by decision. Alright, so, and then from that, we go to, um, I do believe that is everything for uh, Makachev versus Moises. So, from one weekend to another, I mean, like I said, I wasn't really too keen to talk about everything. I just wanted to talk about some key points in uh, the this particular fight night, but one I am very excited for is uh, the return of the former UFC bantamweight champion uh, TJ Dillashaw returning against uh, the uh, rising and superstar um, Corey Sanhagen. I mean, fucking not rising, if anything, a top contender, a future title challenger. I mean, his only loss was to Al Jermaine Sterling, I do believe. So uh, let's look at that event. Break down the fight card And TJ Dillashaw, man, returning to action A little over, you know, two years Suspension coming off of the The loss to uh, Henry Cejudo Unfortunately um, And, uh, you know, he looks to return to uh, The division that made him a champion That he became champion in and uh, we get to see how he fares against the uh, very dangerous Corey Sanhagen. Corey Sanhagen is on an absolute roll right now. You know what I mean? Uh, and it's just, it's its insane, man. Uh, let's see, here we go, Makachev. Right, here we go, Sanhagen. Dillashaw. That one will be on ESPN Plus 2 as well. So, uh, the main card, like I said, the main event, we got uh, Sanhagen taking on Dillashaw. Uh, Aspen Lad taking on Macy, Macy Chisson. Kyler Phillips versus Raul Van Paliva. Darren Elkins, Derek Manner. Uh, Miranda Maverick, Macy Barber. I mean, it's not the most stacked card at all, honestly. It really isn't. I mean, I like the Sanhagen-Dillashaw fight. That's why I really don't talk about too many of the fights. But, um yeah, Sanhagen is absolutely a, a, a serious gamer. A serious fucking gamer, too. Uh, really, really, really uh, unorthodox guy. Super tall guy. We Like I said, we talked about it on the other... other uh, uh, the other uh, episode of Kicking with the King, well, like Corey Sanhagen, super tall compared to TJ Dillashaw too. So that will be a huge problem, obviously. Um, the only loss that um, Sanhagen had was a little hiccup he had against algermain Sterling. That one was uh, UC 250. That was only last year in June, like around this time last year, but it's July, but uh, like a month previous around this time last year, he lost it. Aljamain Sterling, but other than that, man, he hasn't really ever lost since the uh, 2017 against Jamal Emers. He um, fought at featherweight previously. Now he's at 135. Um, Austin Arnett beat Uriah Contra beat him. Uh, Mario Batista submitted. John Lineker win. Ahafil, Sun Tso, um three fights in 2019 two fights in 2020 um and the 28 second knockout that you could fit on instagram over uh frankie edgar goodness gracious add tj dillashaw's name to that list man sanhagen will be on a roll man let's let's see uh on the side of tj dillashaw now because tj dillashaw obviously like i said has fought the best of the best um and uh obviously he's a lot older himself too 35 years old um former bantamweight champion i mean he was the absolute uh you know i mean before that he hadn't really lost same thing with him, uh, with uh, tj so tj um hadn't lost since the dominant cruise fight and a lot of people thought that uh TJ beat Dominic Cruz that night and it was very, very thinly uh very very thin what is it called? Uh like it was a razor thin fight. That's the thing. It was a razor thin uh decision. So in a lot of ways, other than the T J hasn't not lost since the uh Rafael Assuncao fight. But you know what's so insane? TJ's last two fights. Other than the Henry Studio fight. The, the Dominic Cruz fight. And you go back down to 2013. The fight he had against ha- Rafael Assuncao, um, He Two very close fights. Very, 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 very close fights. Um, but his real, real only loss. Uh, if I finish. Was to John Dotson. Back at 20. 11 and now the only other loss was the Henry Cejudo one and that was January 2019 32 seconds in New York and uh he tested positive for uh erythropoietin EPO so that uh was the you know what it was um because he wanted to get down to flyweight and he wanted it so bad he unfortunately uh, looked past the rules and paid paid the price for two years uh, hasn't lost a lot TJ's out you lose to so you losing he will be a very stiff test I mean you look at TJ look at TJ's wins man look at those last wins look at all those those are really good wins I mean the Henan Burrell, if you look at how good Henan Burrell was at one point in time. Rafael Sunsal legitimate win. Cody Garbrandt win. Two uh, nasty knockouts over Cody. Uh, John Lineker beat him. He's in the UFC anymore. But Dominic Cruz, obviously lost to him. But, you know, TJ really hasn't even hit his prime yet. There's so many years of his prime that he hasn't really got to have. You know what I mean? He's been injured a couple times. And, you know unfortunate for him but uh we get tj dillashaw back against san hagen san hagen has knockout power tj has knockout power he has phenomenal footwork i mean san hagen's in and out he's always uh he's looking to uh obviously win the fight and then and obviously stake his claim for another shot at the title i mean he just does all these crazy unorthodox things and creates fucking knockouts man this guy is Absolutely legitimate, too. So, it's mean, Sanhagen. I mean, do you, that the, the fucking bring up the Frankie Edgar knockout, dude? The, the Frankie Edgar knockout was absolutely insane. It's just, dude, how the fuck does this even happen? Look, here we go. This is a good breakdown of this stuff. You know, in wrestling, we always say hands and feet move at the same time. Frankie moves everything. Yeah, he's a big ass dude. Look how long he is. Oh! All right, here we go. It's in slow motion here. This video breaks it down in slow motion. So, here we go. So, Frankie's just following him, and Corey just throws that right knee right up, lands right on the chin. Look how big Corey is compared to Frankie, though. Oh my god he goes face down and it is over Dude that was like fatality right there That was fatality Watch here he goes again he just jumps right up He just does all this wild ass techniques dude he just knocking people out like what motherfuckers you know at Bantamweight Wait knocking people out like that man That's just so damn dangerous. I mean, got a guy like that doing stuff like that. TJ Dillashaw better watch out. That's a very even fight, man, especially with, uh, uh, it will really show how good TJ is and really show how good San Hagen is. So I'm wishing for the, all of the, um, the best in this upcoming fight for both men. I think that it's going to be a great fight for both men. and um, who else is on that card? Let's pre. Let's quickly look at that. And uh, before we get out of here today, because we are on a time schedule, but like I said, we always do shows back to back, and my job is to continuously provide absolute sharp content. Uh, not no one really up there on that. Looking at uh, to really, not really too excited for the rest of those cards. Unfortunately, I'm just really excited about the return of T.J. Dillashaw. So um, on the prelims, who do we got on the prelims? Ms. Shamil Adurakimov returns against uh, Chris Dawkis Ian Heinish versus Nasruddin Amayov Adrian Yanes versus Randy Costa Sajar Eubanks. Ooh Diana the Di- uh, Di- uh, Di- Diana Belbita versus Hannah Goldie Damn Diana Belbita's pretty fine let's, let's pull her let's pull her account up Where is she at? She's pretty fine. But, yeah, it's, I mean, it's this. these are the kind of cards that we need, though. You know what I mean? These are the kinds of cards that have spectacular performances. These are the kinds of cards that um, attract a lot of fans because there's not a lot of eyes on them, but you see these amazing performances and stuff. And, fortunately, it's, it's good for people like that. Kind of crazy. It's, it's good, though. You get to... Uh, you get to see these breakout performances from people you normally wouldn't watch or depending on it's free TV and you get a lot of people that get to check it out, especially if you have that ESPN app and more so I'd suggest the Disney plus and ESPN bundle personally. But uh, yeah, um, we will do depending on the action, depending on everything that happens, we will do a potential post show tomorrow to talk about, everything that happens uh later on with islam makachev the fact that we've got huge um fights to make at lightweight um maybe islam makachev could fight on the same card uh if anything uh the same card that Dustin and Charles Olivera fights on, too. So, it could be like a showcase of great lightweights and stuff like that. So, we, we have a lot of stuff to look forward to. Um, any current events before we get out of here? Um, I do appreciate you guys for uh, joining us here on this um, episode of Kicking It With The King. Uh, fights are actually live right now. So, let's get get a little taste of the action before we get out of here, ladies and gentlemen, huh? We're on a time schedule though, that's the thing. We can't, uh... Let's see, where where is it at? Um... Well, they're not live. It says live now, you fucking dumb little bitch. How the fuck can you tell me that it's live? It's not live. It's live... Uh, let's see. I put it on all UFC, uh other USC cards on my calendar, calendar and stuff, they're all on there, um, uh, this is live now on ESPN, 7 to 8, 59 p.m., um, but any news, ladies and gentlemen here, before we get out of here, um, mm-hmm. No, not really. Not really any anything uh, worth giving a, a fuck about. All I know is that I've been watching a lot of Paramount Plus, a lot of Hulu, and I forever am stuck to streaming. So I've been I've been stuck on uh, FBI's Most Wanted. The uh, the show on CBS is also on Paramount Plus too, um, and SWAT. CBS was on CBS as well, but I've been more so watching FBI and FBI is most wanted on on Hulu and good thing for me three uh, Three uh, FBI shows will be making a new seasons and stuff too. So we'll be able to check all that out Um, I don't have anything else planned for the rest of the day, but I do have to run in about a couple of hours too so Got time to shower and uh, smoke a couple of really good Stizzy Hits, man. Like I said, we're sitting here with uh, the Watermelon uh, watermelon Z, and uh, we're having a good time here. So, let's take a hit before we get out of here. Unless we got any other news that pops up in five seconds or less here. Did you guys see the Sleepy McGregor chain? I mean, it looks kind of cool, though, but I wouldn't wear that thing, nor would I rock it. But uh, Jake Paul gifted it to uh, Dustin Poirier. And Dustin Poirier will be auctioning that off to uh, charity and stuff too. So that's cool to see. Um, Good on the side of Jake Paul. Really excited for his fight against Tyron Woodley too. So uh, we'll get to see if he's really legit, man. Black Widow in theaters, July Right. I want to see it. Is it pretty good, though? Anybody seen it? Is it pretty good? I'll be interested. I mean, I love myself some Marvel movies. I'm a big Marvel fan. If you can look at my desk here, got freaking Avengers, Infinity War, Thanos up here, Legend series, Iron Man, Infinity War venom from the venom movies and i got the little captain america and uh hella fucking other shit too up here man it's cool but um ladies gentlemen that is our show i do appreciate you guys for joining us here like i said uh it's good to run and I, i do it's good to be here it's good to be on um brand new episodes each and every single week so uh we will be back tomorrow with a brand new episode of kicking it with the king uh, recapping all the action that happens tonight. So uh, stay tuned for that podcast every single day, podcast back-to-back, whatever it is you guys need. We will be here. Uh, subscribe to us, follow us, like us, share us, whatever it is you guys want to do. It's like, share, rate, and review. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been an honor. It's been good to be here. Subscribe to our sister show as well. Listen to all the episodes there. They change your lives. They can change many lives and and do countless amounts of amazing things ladies and gentlemen i appreciate you guys for joining us here i do believe it's your all yours dj uh first and foremost before we get out of here i want to show you guys something how about we end it with this motherfucking shit look at me. let me pull up my music like i really was playing with these and i uh... one more hit and then we'll get out of here ladies and gentlemen Ladies and gentlemen, I will show you guys the rest of those, and I just want to give you a little quick, little preview, but a long last, DJ, it's all yours, we are out of this bitch, I'll see you guys tomorrow, we're out of here, bye folks.
0: Lasso DJ turn me up, DJ turn me up, I like my music. Lasso DJ turn me up, DJ turn me up, yeah. I like my music. Lasso DJ turn me up, DJ turn me up, yeah. I like my music. Lasso DJ turn me up, DJ turn me up. I can the party, can't get hit, musical loud is little bit hits. If I have on it, then do what you get. I can go in at like the bet with switch. I can the party, can't get hit, musical loud is little bit hits. If I have on it, then do what you get. I take go in at like the bet with switch.